Surely one of the saddest things in life is a person who dies before they're dead. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean this. Someone who gets to a point in their life where they just simply begin to exist. They begin to coast instead of living their life to the full. And I've seen this many times throughout my life. I'm only young, and yet I have seen many people that give up on their dreams, that give up on their hopes and ambitions, and they basically fall asleep at the wheel. But who knows that falling asleep at the wheel is not good for anyone. I remember I was in Southeast Asia one time about to catch uh, a flight and my brother and I were in this taxi and we were heading out uh, to the airport and it would have been about two o'clock in the morning. Uh, We're in the taxi, we're heading for our flight and I remember that the uh, I'm sitting in the front and I just have this thought, I have this almost like a prompting as we're driving down with this taxi driver, we're driving down this four-lane freeway at about 120, maybe even 130 kilometres an hour, um, which in miles, we're talking about 90 miles an hour, between 80 and 90 miles an hour. We're going down this four-lane freeway, two o'clock in the morning, and I remember having this thought, Andrew, you should talk to the driver. And I thought, talk to the driver. It's two o'clock in the morning. I'm exhausted. I was kind of in and out of consciousness almost. I'm not. I'm not talking to this driver. Is the thought that I had, but uh, the thought came again. Andrew, you should talk to the driver. Andrew, you should talk to the driver. And uh, my brother, unbeknownst to me, he's sitting in the back seat. He's awake, and he just feels uh, like this prompting from, from God that he should start praying and he should start praying for the driver and so he begins to pray for the driver so he's praying for the driver I'm in the front seat I don't know that he's praying and I just get this again and again Andrew talk to the driver talk to the driver talk to the driver and so as uh, I'm talking as I'm uh, sitting in the front seat and I'm kind of just in and out of sleep I have this moment where I'm like right, I'm just going to do it, you know, it was getting so loud, this, this thought, and I jump in, uh, I jump into it, I go, right, I'll do it, I open my eyes, I turn to my right where the driver is sitting, and he has fallen asleep at the wheel, and he's beginning to drift across these four lanes, and we are heading straight for a concrete barrier, uh, and we, we would have died. I have no doubt about it. The accident would have been absolutely horrific. And so I had this uh, this moment in the taxi where I, I turned to him and I said, hey, so have you been driving for long? <laughs> and he wakes up and he goes, oh, 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 grabs the wheel, quickly turns it. You know, it was just, oh my goodness, we nearly died. But I had this moment where I went, It is such a picture of how so many of us can be. We can be stuck in routines of our jobs. We can be stuck in routines of church. We can be stuck in all sorts of routines. And we simply fall asleep at the wheel of life. 
And my friends, what I want to do is I want to give you a picture of what you can be. I want to give you a picture of an of your awakening, a picture of what it could be like for you to be fully awake and fully alive. And then uh, as we continue this podcast, myself and other guests and, and different people are going to come in and they're just going to join us um, in adding to actually seeing us get to a place of fully alive. The Bible uh, talks about how the enemy, that being the devil, comes to steal, kill and destroy. But Jesus came to bring life and life to the full. And so what does life and life to the full look like? What does it look like to be fully awake instead of falling asleep at the wheel of life? I believe um, that there are a few things that are kind of I guess you could say hallmarks of someone who is fully awake and I'm talking about spiritually awake Uh, but I believe when because we're spiritual beings I believe that when you're spiritually awake every area of your life will begin to wake up and you will really become alive so the first uh, area that I see that we can become fully alive that we can be fully awake in is the area of passion or calling. Uh, so to be engaged in, leaning into, and actually uh, participating in our passion or our calling. Uh, I remember a good friend of mine, uh, Peter Lusk is his name, um, he used to always say this to me, if you could do anything and money wasn't an issue and you couldn't fail, what would you do? It's a great question to ask yourself. If you could do anything, you couldn't fail, and money wasn't an issue, what would you do? And so often when I, uh, when he would ask that question to people and when I've repeated that question to people, they will answer something other than what they're doing. Occasionally, I meet someone and they'll actually say, I'd be doing exactly what I'm doing now. And I look at that person and I go, wow, you, you are awake, you are alive. But the reality is that God created you uh, uniquely. He created you um, with, with a, a unique, with unique passions and, and gifts that this world so desperately needs. And when you line up your reality with the call of God, with the, the way that God's created you, the way that God's wired you, then you will find that you will be fully alive uh, in, in that area. Your passion or your calling, living that and stepping into that is really important. And let's be honest, many people, they have excuses. We have excuses. You may have excuses um, as to why you can't. And uh, I'll come back to my friend Peter Lusk where he would say, uh, if you could do anything and money wasn't an option, uh, wasn't an obstacle and you couldn't fail, what would you do? Often when people would answer uh, something other than what they're doing, he would then say this, well then who's your God? Who's your God? Because the reality is when you know how loved you are by God, when you know you've been created, when you know that you are, are so valuable, then you know that you actually can't fail 
in your identity. You might fail at a task, but you won't fail as a human being because you're secure in who you are. You know your worth before God. And the reality is that um, God has unlimited resources and He can make a way where there seems to be no way. And so um, if you're listening right now and you would say, oh man, I am not living in the area of my passion, in the area of my calling, then I would encourage you um, just to begin to meditate, begin to reflect on your value before God. Uh, The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. That if anyone would believe in him, they won't die, but they'll have eternal life. Now, that is the value that God has put on your life. He loves you so much that he gave his own son. And so I want to encourage you that you are valuable and you cannot fail in your identity uh, as a child of God. And so, number one, I encourage you to meditate uh, on who you are and the value that God put on you, that he sent his own son, Jesus, uh, to die in your place so that you don't have to die. It's just stunning. And to rise again so that you too can rise again as a child of God. Oh, But number two, I want to ask you to um, begin to trust God with your finance trust God with uh, as a provider and ask him where should you step out in faith what you know should does this look like a career change oh but that's so scary but what if I don't yes but what if you die before your time what if you die while you're still breathing? What if you just go through the motions of your job and of your life and you find yourself 10 years from now, 20 years from now, still not fully alive, not doing what you're put on this planet to do? I want to encourage you, step into, break the fear of finance, break the fear of failure and step into uh, your passion and your calling. Uh, Another way that I would define uh, being fully alive other than uh, being uh, in your passion and your calling is I would define being fully alive as being fully in love. Fully in love. Fully in love uh, with, with God, your creator, and fully in love with yourself and fully in love with those around you. Let me just expand on that a little bit. So the first thing, uh, as I said, is to be living in your passion and living in your, in your calling. But the second thing is to be fully in love with God, with yourself, and with those around you. So I'll expand. To be fully in love with God has to be one of the greatest gifts you could give yourself to allow yourself to love your creator because here's the deal God knows you best God knows you best and he knows what makes you come alive he knows what makes you tick he knows your pain and he knows uh, your joy he knows you know the ins and outs of you and when you can 
fall in love with him, when you can allow yourself to be fully known and fully loved by God, uh, you will find that that brings such a shift to your understanding of your self-worth, to your understanding of your role in this on this earth, because the love that when you give God yourself, when you give God your love, uh, He will always love you back. The, the Bible has this, this verse that says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. And so I want to encourage you to do just that. Draw near to God. Begin to say, God, I love you. God, you know, and, and there's always obstacles to anything I'm going to share with you on this podcast. You'll always have excuses. Oh, but how can I trust God? Oh, but I've heard these things about God. I just encourage you just to, to see, to, to put it out there and just see if God uh, is trustworthy and he is real, you can give him your heart. And I believe, I absolutely believe from years of experience, from traveling around the world and talking to so many different people, from getting to know God myself, that God, our God, that this, this creator God is actually the only fully dependable, fully trustworthy, fully safe source to give your heart to. People will let you down, but God will never let you down. And so I uh, so encourage you to become a lover of God, to be fully in love with God, is to be fully loved by God, um, or, or it's, I should say it's to accept the full love of God. And so I encourage you to do that. Be fully in love with yourself. You know, there's a verse in the Bible that says, um, love your neighbor as yourself. You know, I could say be fully in love with others, um, which I will in just a moment. But unless you fully love yourself, you cannot fully love others. Some people, they, they ask the question, why are my relationships falling apart all around me? Why, um, why is it that I, that, you know, my, there's dysfunction in my home and all of this? And sometimes, well, all the time, it's because someone in the relationship doesn't fully love themselves and therefore they can't fully love the other. And the key is, it's a domino effect. The key to fully loving yourself is to fully love God because when you fully love God, he fully, you become fully aware of his love for you and then you begin to love yourself. <laughs> and then you're free to love others. You're free to give your love away. It's, it's like a, a cup that is filled with water to overflowing. You can't give what you don't have. But once you get full, it's like you just overflow love for others. And so I would want to uh, encourage you once again. I'm all about encouragement, as you can hear. So I say it again and again. I want to encourage you. I want to urge you. I want to, um, yeah, I just want to give you this opportunity to love yourself, to see that you're you are so valuable. You are so, so valuable. And then to grab your worth and begin to love others as God has loved you. To begin to love others as God has loved you. It is going to be such a gift for you and for those around you, for you to love yourself. And then for you to go out and love others. Um, 
So the first thing, uh, just recapping now, the first thing I would say is jump into your passion and your calling. The second thing I would say is become a lover of God, of yourself and of others. And the third thing I would say, the third thing I would say, which I believe is just so crucial to us becoming fully alive is for us to fully surrender everything to God, to fully surrender everything to God. Now that can seem like a, um, that can seem like a challenging uh, point, uh, even a challenging word, surrender. When we think of surrender, we think of a white flag, we think of someone giving up, we think, oh, surrender, I don't want to do this whole surrender thing. But let me uh, give you an analogy of how surrender can be such a good thing. Um, you've got a car, and the car is broken. Now imagine, if you can for a second, imagine the mechanic comes to work on the car, but the car can somehow, obviously this doesn't happen in real life, but the car can somehow not allow the mechanic access to certain parts of the engine, access to certain parts of the car. Well, what do you think is going to happen there? The car is not going to run at its full potential because it has not surrendered itself to the one that can do the work to bring it fully alive to be all that it can be. Let me give you another analogy. You're going in for surgery, heart surgery. It's going to hurt. Oh, yeah. But it's life-saving heart surgery. Can you imagine if as you go in to receive an operation, you say to the, to the heart surgeon, look, you can look, but you can't touch. I'm happy for you to look at my heart today, but I don't want you to put your hand on my heart. I don't want you to put any pressure on my heart. I don't want you to cut my heart. You can look, but you can't touch. And you don't fully surrender to the hand of the surgeon that can heal your heart and that can bring you back into full life. Or uh, another analogy when it comes to full surrender, if you're you're married, if you're in a a relationship where uh, there's sexual intercourse, where you're having sex, where you're making love, when one holds back from the other... Uh, the the full depth of that expression of that experience which is really designed to be a reflection of the intimacy that we can have with God that full experience that full depth is not what it could be because there is not full surrender and a full giving of oneself to the other and so I want to encourage you to experience the fullness, to experience a a full awakening, to experience the intimacy that you can experience with God, the life and the love and the joy and the depth of everything. I want to encourage you to surrender everything to God. And when you surrender everything to God, you will find yourself becoming fully alive and fully awake. When I think of someone that is awake, someone that has had an awakening, I think of someone 
that is living in the call of God on their life, that's living in the passions that God has put on their life. I think of someone who is fully in love with God, fully in love with themselves, and fully in love with others. And I think of someone who has completely surrendered everything over to their Creator, and therefore their Creator has full access to fine-tune them, to love them, to nurture them, to grow them, and to see them be all that they can be. So I want to encourage you as you jump into your awakening, as we bring uh, more podcasts on, on how to be fully alive, how to be fully awake, I want to encourage you to have a picture in your mind of what it could look like to be fully alive. Wow, what if I woke up in the morning and I said, today I am doing what the Creator created me to do? What if you woke up every day and said, I am in love with my Creator. I love the person next to me because I love myself and I've received the love of God. What would that look like? And what would it look like for you to say, I am fully surrendered, no fear, no fences, no walls. I'm fully surrendered to letting the Creator do a mighty, deep, beautiful work in me and have full access to me that that I would be all that I could be. Wow, what would that look like? Oh, that can be your reality. I absolutely believe it. You can become more and more and more awake and more and more and more alive the longer you live and the more you surrender over to God. And so uh, I just want to say a quick prayer for you and encourage you in your awakening. Father God, I thank you so much for my friend. I thank you, God, that you created them for a purpose. I thank you, God, that when you thought of them, you thought of life and life to the full. And God, I am I am heartbroken with you for the way that the devil has come to steal, kill, and destroy the things in my friend that make them fully alive. But I pray in Jesus' mighty name, that you would bring them to full life and that they would be living this life and life to the full that you created them for. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for tuning in to your awakening. I look forward to joining you next time as we explore what it can look like to be fully awake and fully alive. It is time for your awakening.